This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey guys, quick thing. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Mook Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Mook Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with Mook Delivery. So the only question left to say is, are you in? Order now on the McDonald's app and you can get reward points delivered too. So the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hello and welcome to the Guna Talk. Back again with you guys for another show, for another episode of our Raw Reaction series and the Arsenal Transfer Show. You join us for episode 88 of this summer in which we've covered plenty of Arsenal transfer news and so far signed just two players. But it could soon become three, of course, with Ben White. Actually, that's not even true because we have signed a couple of youngsters as well. Armani Richards has come in and Mika Bireff from Fulham has also come in as well. So, you know... We've made four signings, if you want to look at it that way. Uh, and of course, we've let a few players leave and uh, we are still certainly let to leave, or rather expecting to leave plenty more in the weeks to come as well. Good morning, guys. I hope you're well in the chat box. Thank you ever so much, as always, for making this part of your daily routine as per. Thank you ever so much, everyone that's been tuning in for every 88 shows. Let me know if you have indeed tuned in for all 88 episodes so far. 12 12 shows away from 100 in a row. Um, yeah, it's just going to be an interesting day. Let's see if we've signed anything more by the 100th show. Anyway, if you are enjoying these, please make sure you drop a like on the video and subscribe to the channel if you are indeed new around here with those notifications turned on so you never miss a show. And if you'd like to help support the channel, you can firstly by voting for us in the Football Content Awards. All the information is on your screen now. You need to go to the website if you haven't got Twitter. But if you do have Twitter, very easy way. Just tweet, I am voting for at the Guna talk tv in at the underscore fcas for hashtag best club creator oh, when you said that like <laughs> so many times it becomes tricky and if you'd like to support us even further you can of course join up as a member link is in the description to help you find out how you need to do that as well and you can join our discord server too which is full of daily 24 7 chat about arsenal anyway let's crack on with today's news and start off with the news that Tyrese John Jules has indeed left Arsenal on a temporary basis on loan. He joins Blackpool in the championship for the new season. Of course, Blackpool is where Daniel Ballard spent last season in League One. He helped them reach the championship by winning the playoff final. And they're hoping that John Jules can indeed help them push and uh, try anyway and, and fight for survival will be their first aim before thinking about anything higher. They'll be wanting to stay in the championship as much as feasibly possible. Blackpool, of course, a former Premier League club, having been there a fair few years ago. I remember watching uh, 
uh, who was it used to play? Is it Charlie Adam, I think, before he joined Liverpool, playing in the, for Blackpool in the Premier League. So uh, they have pedigree and hoping John Jules can be their main striker in the Championship this year. And we will, of course, be following him because we will be doing a report, a tactical breakdown report on John Jules every single month with the help from the guys over at the Seasiders podcast that are going to help us out with that. So make sure you are subscribed. We're doing this for Saliba. We're doing this for Daniel Ballard. And I'm hoping to do it for pretty much everyone that goes on loan this summer and this season as well. Going then on to some of the main news of the today, and Hector Bellerin, according to James Benj, is still very much of interest to Atletico Madrid, Inter Milan as well, of course, as we know, very much are interested. His agents were in London reportedly yesterday to kind of get Arsenal to agree to this option to buy loan deal, which is just, if I think we can all agree, the worst case scenario for Arsenal. Let me explain why an option to buy with a loan is the worst case scenario. Effectively, the selling club has zero control. Unless there is any kind of clauses in this to make it an obligation at any point during the season, it's just not a, it's not a great deal for Arsenal whatsoever because the selling club has no control. The, the buying club gets a player on loan for a minimal loan fee. They get them for a season. If they're not happy with the player at the end of the season, they can just walk away from the situation. Or if they've had an amazing season, they've already got a set price, which is typically under the value of what they've had if they have indeed had a stellar season. So it's frustrating. It's annoying. But if it means that Arsenal can now move for another right back that they want to improve their side with, then maybe that is the route forwards for us this summer. Going then on to Joe Willock, the player obviously that spent plenty of time at Newcastle on loan last season. He has been linked with obviously a move back and a link to Monaco as well. But reports emerged yesterday from The Athletic that Newcastle may be willing to blow their entire budget of around £20 million on Joe Willock just to ensure that they get him in on a permanent basis. Arsenal aren't really that keen on doing a loan deal and they do value him of £20 million and upwards uh, whether you think he's worth more than that, obviously, for someone that scored a hell of a lot of goals in the Premier League at the end of last season, you'd maybe think that he would be. But let's be real, he's just six months in the Premiership, Premiership, Premier League for Newcastle, in which he played really well. There's no guarantees that that will happen again. And he has had a lot of opportunities for Arsenal. I think he's got over something like 40 Premier League appearances for Arsenal. So 20 million quid can then be reinvested into certain areas and could push us towards some really good targets. It's certainly one that the Arsenal will need to kind of mull over and decide upon, but it's it's one that we expect to kind of... I, I expect now that I'm not sure that Joe Willock will still be here by the end of the summer. That would be my prediction on the situation. Uh, the next one is a really interesting bit of business, uh, and we are linked with a move for Dejan Kulazevsky, uh, the Ukrainian international for... Juventus, Italian media have credited Arsenal with interest in the player. Young, wide player, as I say, Swedish international, really interesting young player. I don't really understand the link, mainly because we've got lots of wide players already. Uh, Typically, from what I understand, plays on the right-hand side as well. And I mean, I just... Uh, did I say Ukraine international, Swedish international? Jeez, what else? It's the colours, isn't it? It's the <laughs> it's the colours of the flag, and they played each other in the Euros. I don't know why. It's uh, yeah, I've got that completely wrong. Swedish international, and uh, obviously playing alongside the likes of Alexander Isaac and uh, Zlatan Ibrahimovic. Uh, yeah, I suppose he can play kind of more of an inside position as well. Um, but I think for me. When you've got Pepe, when you've got Saka, when you've got the players that we have, Smith Rowe that can play in wide areas, Martinelli, Aubameyang, I just think for me anyway, 
I, I, I don't think it's worth Arsenal going in for the figure that they would want, to be honest. We've got enough there. Let's invest in a position that we definitely really do need and not a player that's going to be a square peg in a round hole in terms of a number 10 position that I don't think is, is really his main position. But, you know, it's one that Arsenal are interested in. Swedish international, Kulazewski, and uh, we all know. We'll see what happens, but I very much doubt that this is one that's going to be anything more than interest at this stage. Our penultimate story of the day revolves around Tammy Abraham and specifically the fact that Chelsea have uh, panicked, uh, it may be. They've panicked that no one wants to pay their £40 million valuation. Arsenal have, of course, it seems anyway, based upon reports, moved on to Lataro Martinez and he has effectively become Arsenal's number one striking target and Chelsea are going, oh no, um, <laughs> we don't want them getting him. Let's slash the price of Abraham. And that does indeed seem to be what is going on. Uh, I do, certainly do think that in regards to Abraham, that Chelsea were never going to get anywhere close to £40 million. West Ham were the other interested party involved in Tammy Abraham's kind of the chase for him anyway, the pursuit for him. I don't think that they're going to get close to £40 million for him if they are going to let him go. And supposedly, Chelsea have indeed now cut their price. We don't know what the price is. Um, there have been rumours of it being around 30 maybe just under 30 if it's closer to 25 million, I think that's much closer to kind of his true value as a player. But 40 million was a, a bit of a joke. Uh, maybe a Chelsea panic in that Arsenal might go and get Martinez, <laughs> which you would panic, wouldn't you? Because um, it would be a mad signing. But maybe tempting them to pay a little bit less for Abraham, gets that deal done, gets them uh, that player off the wage bill as well, because it's about 90 grand a week at the moment. And of course, they want to invest in Erling Haaland too. So we'll wait and see. I very much doubt that Arsenal are going to be in for, for Tammy Abraham and get this deal done. It would be a big surprise if they did. They've still got Lacazette here, of course, and his future is, is still up in the air. We don't really know what's going on with him. But Tammy Abraham's price has been cut. Does that mean we're interested? I would rather see us go for a Martinez. I think that would be a brilliant signing if we were to get it done, which I, I still very much doubt would happen. Our last uh, rather penultimate story of the day uh, is uh, Martin Erdegaard and the fact that his future just doesn't seem to settle. Reports that emerged from Spain yesterday saying that the player, if he was to leave, would indeed choose Arsenal over anyone else and he would want to leave on a permanent deal. But there is always still that hope from the Real Madrid side of things that he wants to stay and become one of an integral player. There does not seem to be a credible line of you know news about this other than the fact that Arsenal are indeed still interested in bringing Martin Erdegaard back to the club and I just think that when you look at someone like Erdegaard for the price of 35 million it just doesn't seem like a deal that Arsenal could turn up it's such a good price such a good player so much potential already transitioned into the Premier League for me for me it's just a player under a really good fee that's already transitioned it makes so much sense so I think he is certainly going to be the player that Arsenal go for in the end. I would put my money on it being Martin Erdegaard rather than James Madison. But, you know, let's see. We move on to the final story of the day. And that is indeed Bruno Guimaraes, uh, the Brazilian central midfielder, formerly of Atletico Pelenese uh, and, uh, in Brazil. We, of course, did a tactical breakdown on Bruno all the way back in January of 2020 with the help of Vinicius Furlan. You can go and check out that video. I know a few of you have been checking out that video because you've been leaving comments on that video, of, which is now more than 18 months old. Still very relevant. Still does certainly um, give you kind of uh, an insight into the player of what he was like in Brazil. I am going to do my best to give you guys an updated 
video on Bruno Guimaraes uh, and how he's getting on in, in Liga with Leon, with Jerry Smith, fingers crossed too. It might be out tomorrow. It may be out uh, a little bit later than usual. But for me, I, I, I'd love this. I'd, I'd absolutely love this signing. Now, let's address something because in yesterday's show, obviously, in the Q&A section, it was brought up that there were some accounts that were saying that Arsenal were interested in this. Now, the report that came out yesterday uh, revolves around goal Brazil. Brazil Goal from Brazil, goal, or however way you want to put it, have reported this information. Uh, that Arsenal are still interested. Now, I tweeted saying that I don't necessarily think this is any new news, if you like, because Arsenal have always been interested in Bruno Guimaraes. We've been interested before the January window of 2020. We wanted to bring him in then. We couldn't come to an agreement or we didn't have really the money back in January 2020. If you remember, we weren't really spending all that amount of money back then. In fact, I thought we only brought in Pablo Marie and Cedric. And it did seem to me anyway that, it, it wasn't really going to happen. And eventually he did, of course, end up signing for uh, Leon, in which he went straight into their Champions League squad and transitioned immediately and has looked great. Central midfielder, great physicality, great passing, great defending, just a really good all-round central midfielder that can do an amazing job. Now, it's not a new bit of news that Arsenal are interested in him. There was a report that went, there was a tweet that went out yesterday. I can't remember the, the the guy that tweeted it, but it got a lot of attention, a lot of retweets, a lot of likes, and that brought it into kind of the main sphere of Arsenal news. And so it was unsurprising that the day after someone, and that someone being goal in Brazil, tweeted and wrote a piece about Arsenal's interest. Arsenal's interest isn't new. Like Arsenal have always had the interest in the player. The only thing new about this is if Arsenal were to make a proposal, if they were to go in with a bid, if they were to progress that interest to something more solid and tangible, that would be the new news that we're waiting for. Now, I'm waiting for this certainly to be um, a story which comes from your Wheatleys, your Wattses, uh, your Benjis, your uh, your Ornsteins, before you get any kind of hope around this and maybe your Romanos. Until we hear it from a genuine, credible, English-based kind of source, I will certainly be reserving judgment on whether or not this is a likely deal that could happen. I'd love it to happen. He would be my absolute number one. I didn't even talk about him in previous shows because I just didn't think there was a chance that Leon would ever let him leave. But without a shadow of a doubt, I'd have him over Neves. I'd have him over Locatelli. I'd have him over... So, so many other I'd have him over Fabian Ruiz I like this guy that much he, he's just for me would be the perfect signing for us in central midfield and I just think that he is the one that you have to for me anyway be pushing for if he's available so many opportunities and the thing is uh, Samuel in the chat says him or Basuma Basuma's a six. So Gimaraes for me is 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 not an out and out number six. He's a much better player for me in a four two three one alongside Partey. He can play in a four three three. I just think he's more versatile in the midfield than Basuma is. I love Basuma as well. If it was him or Basuma, I'd be happy with either. Um, I may even slightly lean towards Gimaraes. That that is how much I like this guy, and we'll make sure that we compare him to Basuma in the tactical breakdown that we do. Uh, and I would choose him over pretty much anyone realistic right now. I'm trying to think of anyone that's realistic that I'd have over him. I I love this. <laughs> I'd absolutely love this to happen. Um, but we'll wait and see if it indeed does. But it would be a absolutely brilliant move if Arsenal did indeed 
doing that. Anyway, we move on to the final part of the show, which is, of course, your thoughts, your feelings, your questions in the chat box. Now, this isn't the last show of the day. In fact, it may be one of four. Um, I don't think it will be one of four. I think it'll be at least one of three. Of course, we will do our five o'clock show, uh, which I'm aiming for, uh, the five o'clock Let's Talk Arsenal show, which will be at five o'clock as always every friday and uh, a little bit later on this afternoon as well 2 30 i'm going to be having a chat with lee judges uh about you know transfer window upcoming season pre-season how lee's feeling about a lot of things it's been a while since we've had a chat with lee so i'll be chatting with him so uh that's going to be coming this afternoon so make sure you subscribe to the channel to get all of that lovely content um let's go into the chat box then and get some of your questions answered uh zaran says if abraham and lataro come in uh will abamiang uh, be re- replaced or is it better to be a substitute now i don't think it necessarily means that he would be a substitute i think that it would very much be abamiang still as the kind of main guy or you would shift him to the left and you put lataro in the middle you may even look to see a different kind of system used but he would only have, he has two years left on his deal. I don't know if we would even maybe think of selling him to like the MLS after a single season if we were able to bring in kind of a long term option at striker. Um, Abraham, I'm not sure, would force out Abamia immediately. Martinez, I think, certainly would. Um, but we would have to wait and see if that happens. And it's certainly one that's uh, not going away anytime soon, this link. That that is for sure. Um, ATOT says, why would an English source be more reliable than those close to the player? Where do you think the weekly slash bench get their information from? Uh, Mainly because of the kind of the contacts within inside the club uh, and their build-up kind of long-term links they're built up with with the club and knowing whether the club to have genuine interest the issue with getting kind of information from the players camp is that it's not always going to be a hundred percent the players camp has got the players interest at heart always and so because of that things aren't always going to be uh from the club's perspective the best that's why i choose to defer to the likes of Chris Wheatley and James Benj and, and all of these guys and Charles Watts because their connections are very much more from the source of the club and therefore I look at that as a much more kind of legit route. Uh, I'm not saying that the the links with kind of Gold Brazil are not legit. I'm just waiting for, in my view, looking for more tangible uh more kind of in my view legit sources saying that something is more legit doesn't mean that something else isn't it's just i look at them as my preference at if that makes sense uh tisa discuss says do you think that gimaraish can achieve similar stats in the premier league as he has in league uh it would be a brilliant signing but his stats were so good for a midfielder how would they convert to the premier league now this is a good question because we're always kind of wondering about how a player might transition now the good thing about signing a player from liga is that it's a very physical league. It's arguably behind the Premier League, the next most physical league in the top five leagues. It's certainly more physical than La Liga, Serie A and the Bundesliga. And so for a midfielder that's quite combative and that has to be a hard, tough tackling guy with good passing and vision, I think that that's a good position to kind of see players move. You've seen the likes of Angola Kante move from France over to England and do very well. It's a position, it's an area I think would suit Arsenal bringing in players for. It's typically kind of the forwards that you see struggle. Um, The forwards like Pepe, for instance, come over and and not necessarily have the same kind of impact. I don't know why that is. Maybe the defenders, obviously, of a higher quality in the Premier League. But it's it's mainly the defensive side of the areas where the league players are you know are, are much better and they transition and that goes for both ways. I mean, you look at how Jose Fonts transitioned and done really well for Lille since moving there. I think for me, it's 
the midfielders, especially the kind of defensive central midfielders type of position and defenders, are much better to target from Liga than, say, the forward positions. But that is just a theory. And, you know, it may mean nothing. And Jeremy Smith might bite my head off. So we'll wait and see. Um, again, Wes says, uh, him in a partnership with Partey, perfect. Perfect. Dream, dream scenario. Gimaraish and Partey together would be unreal good. Um, Jashar says, now oh, thank you ever so much for the donation, mate. Really appreciate your support, as always. Always a long-term listener. So I think uh, appearance stats can distort the true picture of a player's opportunities, like Willock, 40 appearances. How many of those appearances were starts and how many were as subs? Usually no more than 20 minutes. Under It is very true, but what I always kind of say sometimes is that these players have got to take their chances when they get them. Reese Nelson is a big kind of case study for me in this, in this instance. Sure, he's not had loads of chances, but I don't believe he's taken many of those chances when they've been presented to him. Willock, too, was an option off the bench for Newcastle quite often. He came off the bench and made an impact and he scored. But when he came off the bench for Arsenal, it wasn't necessarily the same kind of impact. And he has had a lot of starts in Europe and in the Premier League at times, especially in the first half of last season. So I understand your point and it's a very valid one. I just think for, for the likes of Joe Willett and you've had the frequency of chances and yes, a lot of them have been subs, but there's still been a hell of a lot. It's not like, for instance, it's much more than, say, a Reese Nelson and I think he hasn't quite cut it for Arsenal. But for Newcastle, we flourished and maybe it's because of the role that he was given at Newcastle and there's no guarantees that he's going to be given that role should he stay at Arsenal. So that's something that you need to consider. Uh, Nico F says, Tom, how much would the club pay for a player like Gimaraes? Good question. Supposedly reports say that it would be around the £30 million mark, which is an absolute no-brainer. No, no why Why would you not pay £30 million quid for him? <laughs> I'd, yeah, I'd do it in an instant. Absolutely. Instant. We may have to wait for Granit Xhaka to leave, but absolutely. Um Dave said Tom's got a day off, which means that Arsenal are announcing something. I do indeed. Fridays tend to be quite good uh, for announcements. So maybe we'll uh, we'll be chatting about announcements uh, very, very soon. Uh, Van says Mertz Mulder and Kulusevski would be a perfect uh, kind of signing and a central midfielder. Stefano Seria is Van Mert Mulder, is, of course, the uh, Turkish right back playing for Sassuolo, liking Kulusevski. Again, I'm just not sure I'd fit Kulusevski into the team. I like him. I think he's got great potential. I just don't think he... I don't think we've got the space to fit him in and spend that kind of money to get him. That's that's what I would question in that sense. Uh, Chris says, some of the Torreira links to Fiorentina genuine. Fiorentina have held an interest in Torreira for a long time. Whether or not that interest is going to turn into anything kind of solid and, and tangible, I don't know. But there is, of course, interest in Fiorentina. It's been longstanding. We're just going to have to wait and see, Chris, whether or not it turns into kind of an actual move for the player. Uh, Anthony says, Bruno will have his pocket picked so much more in the Premier League. He's the third or fourth choice for me. We'll have to look at that kind of thing in the uh, uh, in the tactical breakdown for sure. Matt Thornton says, do you think we should sell Roma or tell Roma to jog on? Uh, just signed a player for 80 million euros, yet plead poverty to try and sign Granite Xhaka. I don't think we should bin it off. I think we should just continue to hold out for the 20 million that we are wanting. Neil DeSoe says, Tom, what about the Cedric link to Turkey? Yeah, I mean, that, that came up yesterday, didn't it? He very much seems like he wants to remain at Arsenal and, and fight for his place. We talked a bit about that uh, the other day. So, yeah, it's I expect him to stay. I'd rather see him go, personally, but uh, I think he'll end up staying here. Uh, Apapa says, uh, Tom, I think the reason why Arsenal are not in for Basuma is because of the African Cup of Nations. It's, it's a, obviously, it's a fair point. It comes around in, uh, in 2022, at the start of the year. 
But I'm not sure if I would, you know, not sign a player like Basuma just because we'd lose him for three, four games. It's a, such a long-term contract and you're only losing him for that amount of time. It doesn't, to me anyway, seem like the right decision in that sense. Uh, Flux says, what happens to, what happens to El Nenny? Do we renew or sell? I think we let him run, run down his final year. I think, I think that's what we do. You let El Nenny run down his final year, his contract, he leaves next summer and we move on. And Aziz comes through and takes that place. I'd like to see Aziz go out on loan, to be honest, this season, get in the championship, get some senior minutes, get playing regularly. That's what I do. Bring him back. And then he is just a natural El Nenny replacement and could even push forward to be a starter in the future. Erwin says, I love Gimaraish to come to Arsenal. Gimaraish, uh, Ainsley Maitland-Niles and a backup goalkeeper would be an 8 out of 10 a window. I don't know why I said Ainsley Maitland-Niles. just assumed AM was that, an attacking midfielder, uh, a backup goalkeeper. Yeah, I mean, if we can get those guys in and a right back, I'd go, you know, I'd go then an 8 out of 10. It depends on who those players are, whether it goes to a 9 or a 10, but I think a right back needs to be in that situation. John says, Bernardo Silva, I, I don't see that happening. To be honest, I'm not sure he'd move to a place without Champions League football. Uh, Assassin says, Tom, have you heard the latest regarding the lawsuit the Cronkies are facing regarding their stadium and how this will impact on Arsenal? If found guilty, uh, he looks like he could lose a billion dollars. Wow. No, I've not read too much into this so far. I'll certainly be doing a little bit of uh, research into it. But uh, I did see a little story about Daniel Ek having increased confidence. <laughs> I think that's, you know, it certainly links in with that story and I can understand where that story's come about, um, but it's certainly one to keep an eye on uh, in the coming weeks. I still just don't think they'd ever sell. I, just, I still just can't see it. I, I, even if they lost a billion, I mean, if anything, Arsenal becomes more valuable to them if they lose that amount of money. So I still can't see them, you know, losing that. A billion off a, billion off a seven billionaire is, you know, how much is that really? It sounds ridiculous, doesn't it, to think that losing a billion can mean doesn't really mean too much but when you've got billions and billions and billions you know it's it's interesting as they said we we don't need the money like so how much of a difference does it make to a billionaire it's it's one to keep an eye on for sure uh timothy gatehi says uh what do you think could be the reason arsenal haven't gone in for gimaraish seeing as he is so good and fits the profile i mean they wanted to in January of 2020, they just didn't have the financial capacity to compete with Leon then because we were so cash-strapped in January of 2020 that we couldn't do the deal. And Leon went and did it. And it's as simple as that, to be honest. So that's, that's why it didn't happen. And then obviously, in the summer of last year, he was there. He'd been there for six months and they were never going to sell him. So there you go. Jaden, there's no news on Awar. As I've said, I'd be absolutely shocked if Arsenal signed, signed him. I've said that continuously throughout these shows. I don't think we're going to be getting Awar. But, uh, you know, things can change. But at the moment, there's absolutely nothing on that one. Zoran says, Ars uh, why Arsenal are not interesting uh, a Bundesliga player or Germany's players? German players tend to stay in Germany. Now, it's, it's one of those things. It's, it's, not a, it's, it's a more common route to see German players join the Premier League than, say, Italian players. But typically, especially younger guys, you don't tend to see the Kai Havertz's of this world move too often. Like your Florian Verts now that's by Leverkusen. I'd be surprised to see him move. You see that like the likes of Marco Royce always stayed within Germany. Uh, Mario Goetze, when he was a young, promising player, stayed within Germany, went to Bayern, came back to Dortmund, and then he left after not really having too much time uh, now at PSV. They, they just tend to stay. Um, and so that's maybe why we're not seeing the links with, with too many Bundesliga players. I know that Dennis Zakaria or Zakaria might be available, but 
I'm not as keen on on Zachariah as I am on on a plenty of other of the kind of the midfield targets that we have this summer. So maybe that that will tend to be why. Uh, Mr. Harrison Carnaby says, "How did Bayern get their business done so quickly? Arsenal need to get some of that German efficiency because they're German champions, Champions League competitors, and previous winners, and they are a club that players are going to want to jump at the chance to join." That's that's the reason. Um, Arsenal, unfortunately, don't have that luxury right now, and, and that is a bit of an issue. Uh, Zaren says, can Tavares replace Tierney in Arsenal's lineups? Absolutely not. <laughs> Absolutely not. No chance. Uh, no chance whatsoever. Uh, morning, Todd. Morning, Mick. Uh, links and more links. Nothing concrete. Are you worried yet? Uh, I'm, I'm concerned. I say we'll wait until we get into uh, kind of much nearer the Premier League season start. A week until then, if we haven't signed anything bar Ben White, then I'll be concerned. Definitely so. Sorry, I'll definitely be worried and maybe on the verge of panicking. But uh, there's still time. So, you know, we'll have to wait and see. It has to be said, I think Gimaraes is also away with the Brazilian Olympic squad. So he wouldn't be available for the start of the season if we were to sign him. And there may be a bit of time before anything does come of that kind of in a solid sense because he'll wait until Brazil's participation in that tournament is over before any kind of deal gets done so that's certainly something you got to think about anyway we are going to wrap things up there before i do go uh, this is a very much a selfish plug it's not even a selfish plug because it's nothing to do with me um but you know i very much am into my drum and bass at the channel and today Sub focus released a brand new album we talked to uh, we've interviewed drum and bass artists on the channel we've talked to friction he's a big arsenal fan if you have got a, a spare half an hour, go give Sub Focus this new album a new listen. It's absolutely fantastic. So please make sure you go and check that one out. And of course, if you would like to help support the channel, you can do by joining up as a uh, member. And of course, you can also help us by voting for us in the uh, Football Content Awards. So please do go and tweet, show some support. And, uh, and yeah, it'd be an absolute pleasure to see more people showing the channel the love and respect that you always do. So thank you so much, guys, for tuning in. I'll be back at 2.30 this afternoon with Lee Judges to have a bit of a chat about all the happenings and goings on at Arsenal. Other than that, it's been an absolute pleasure as always. And as always, up the Arsenal. It's the 90-plus minute. All your mates around, and you've got a McNuggets share box ready to go, and you know a late winner's coming. Your mates already got booked for a double dipping, and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfection. Order now on the McDonald's app for your McDelivery. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.